What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechi back with another episode of the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are enjoying yourselves. I hope y'all are enjoying this weather that is cooling down. I was outside today for soccer and it just felt so good outside. It wasn't hot. I mean, it got hotter later on, but it wasn't as hot as it's been. I mean, we were baking outside previously, but this time around, it felt pretty good outside. So, if you can get outside, the weather is getting better. We got football going on. We got so much stuff going on. And more importantly, Man U is about to win the league this year. Like, for real, for real. We got Cristiano Ronaldo doing his thing. I'm so excited for Man U. I really hope they don't disappoint me this season because they tend to do that a lot. They tend to disappoint me. So, don't disappoint me, Man U. Actually win the thing. But we also got NFL going on. And that's that whole thing's going down. So, it's fun. There's a lot of college football as well. So it's a fun time. Like, this is a really, like, fun time. A lot of people are doing cookouts and all that good stuff. But, like, I've been talking about, hopefully, by the time y'all are listening to this podcast, COVID is on a downward trend. But at the time that I'm making this podcast, COVID is on an upward trend. So please, again, guys, do everything that is in your power to take care of not just yourself, but also those around you. Remember that this virus... It's just, it keeps on mutating and finding new hosts. So just just do what you can in your power and your ability to take care of your loved ones. Because at the end of the day, this is just a way of us showing love to other people by us sacrificing some of the things that we may not want to sacrifice, but there's just some things that are more important. But anyway, 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 today we're going to be talking about my 10 rules for money. My 10 money rules, things that... Ways that I've just kind of implemented or rules that I've implemented for my money and the way that I think through uh, decisions that I have to make through money. And these rules I've picked up from my short time on this earth. I'm only 27 and I've just been implementing them in different ways. So let's just get right into it. The first one is take control. Take control. You have to look at your situations and then you have to embrace the situation that you are in. One of the things that we end up doing a lot of the times is we end up being passive with life. We end up being like, ah, man, this is happening to me. That is happening to me. I can't believe they did that to me. How could they do this and that to me? Not to say like other people don't have responsibilities, but at the end of the day, for a lot of things that happen in our lives, We have to take responsibility for it. We have to step up to the plate and deal with whatever the pitches that life is dealing to us. Like they say, when life gives you lemon, you got to find a way to make lemonade out of it. Sometimes it's going to be sucky lemonade. Sometimes that lemonade is not even going to have any lemons in it. It's going to be water. Sometimes that lemonade is going to be super sour because you ain't got no sugar to add to that lemonade. But regardless, we have to find a way to step up to the plate, to stand up and say that life is not just going to happen to me. I'm going to make life happen as well. Not to say that we have control over everything, but there are some things that we do have control over. You have control over your mind. You have control over your body. You have control over your effort. We have to step up and take responsibility. Even when you do make a mistake, that's fine. Mistakes happen. Failure is going to happen. That is part of life, but it's for us to step up, take responsibility when we do make a mistake and say, I'm going to learn from this mistake and do better next time. Don't look for an excuse. Don't look for outs. Take responsibilities for those things in our lives. That's what I do at least or what I try to do on a regular basis. Sometimes I do excuses, but at the end of the day, I try my best to take control 
and take responsibilities for my actions, even sometimes for things that I didn't have any power in, I still have to take responsibility for it. The second rule that I have for my money is spend less than I make. This is very important. The simple formula to wealth is spend less than you earn, invest and save the rest. The key part of that is for me to ensure that I'm spending less than I earn. It's very easy for us to focus on everything else and and forget about how much am I actually spending on all of these things. Again, I'm not saying to nickel and dime your life because I feel like sometimes we spend a lot of times trying to pick up pennies and we miss dollars that are flying right by us. In other words, it's not just about the smaller things. It's not just about all the things that we miss, but it's also the big picture. We also have to focus on the bigger things as well and make sure that we're spending money in the in, in ways that make sense. Remember, we have limited budgets. We have limited capital. We're not all Jeff Bezos out here who can literally by himself fund an entire space program. We don't have that money. I don't have that kind of money. But figure out the things that are important to you that you want to spend money on For me, for example, that is me finding my way to new happy market and buying this box of plantain chips that I'm about to go buy because it's important to me. So I'm going to find a way to spend money on that. And then I'm going to cut costs on a lot of other things that's just kind of like, eh, I don't care that much about. Figure out what it is for yourself. The third rule that I have is moderation in everything. Moderation in everything. This takes the prior rule, and expounds on it just a little bit more. Know your limits. Know your limits. One thing I always tell to people is like, don't diet. Don't go on any kind of stupid diet. I hate I hate diets so much. I hate diets. Because what diets do to people when it comes to your physical health, what diets do to people is it puts you on this strict thing for a period of time. And guess what you do right after that period of time ends? You run back to all the bad habits. So moderation is much, much, much better than you dieting and going super hard. Like I always like going to the gym. I like, I like, well, I don't say I like working out. I work out because I know the benefits of working out and I do it. But one of the things that I always like talking to people is like, yo, don't go crazy when you go to the gym because you end up just hurting yourself and then you're not going to want to go back or even worse, you get strained, you get all this kind of muscle pull, which you're going to get muscle tensions, you're going to get strains, your muscles going to be fatigued, all that stuff. That's normal when you work out. But there are some people who go way too hard and then you don't end up going back the next day and the next day and the next day. So with everything, moderation is important. For me, one of the important things is me being social media and news because I love reading the news. But even in that, I have to limit how much of it that I'm taking in. Just like we have moderation with alcohol, with food, with anything, moderation is important. Too much of anything will destroy you. So set limits, set boundaries, be disciplined, Discipline can be very difficult. So get accountability from other people to make sure that you are not being emotional in your decision-making and all those things. Moderation in everything. And sometimes I'm gonna be very honest. Sometimes I forget that, especially when it comes to investing and all this thing. I tend to go way too hard sometimes. And I learned recently, and we'll talk about that on another podcast, that sometimes you gotta switch it up. Sometimes you gotta refocus and recenter yourself. But anyway, moving on from there, rule number four, investing is very simple and not hard. The easiest way that you can invest 
is to focus on the long term and to use low cost index funds and for you to set it to be an automatic thing that happens in the background. That's it. That is investing. Anybody who has a 401k and IRA who set that thing up and is doing it in the background, congratulations. You're a pro investor. Investing is easy. However, it's also hard. (laughs) I know what I said at the beginning. Investing is easy and hard. However, the reason why investing is hard is because it asks us to do something that we as human beings do not like to do. To do nothing at all. Literally, if you set up your automatic investments and just leave that thing, it will grow. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to try and be buying and pick, selling and doing. You just leave that thing alone, which is literally the hardest thing for us to do. Compounding is a very magical thing. As long as we give it enough time to play out and we're not interfering with it. In other words, the key cog of investing is for you to have patience, which if you're anything like me, we suck at. We suck at having patience, which leads us to the next thing. Rule number five, my behavior will determine a lot more than I think it will determine. If you've noticed so far on this list, most of the items that I'm talking about have a whole lot less to do with numbers and a whole lot more to do with our mental framework. I don't have rules like 30% on this and 20% on that and 50. I don't have any of those rules. I think that's a complete and utter waste of my time. More important to me is my mental framework, my mental attitude, my where is my emotions? How am I thinking right now? Learning to manage our emotions and ensuring that our emotions are now ruling over us is a key to succeeding with money. It's very, very instrumental with to succeeding with money. Whether it be greed, envy, joy, sadness, anger, every single emotion drives us to do very certain things. For example, we see our neighbor with a new car and we automatically start feeling like, I need a new car as well. Or we see somebody making money in the stock market and we're like, He's not that smart. Why is he able to do that? I need to be able to do that as well. You see somebody living in a a lifestyle that they just look extremely excited about all the time and we feel like, what is wrong with me? We go on Instagram, we go on all of these things and we automatically start looking and we're like, how come they can travel that much? And we start saying, you know what? I'm gonna travel that much too so I can post these pictures on Instagram. That's an emotional decision. The more control you have over your emotions, the better you will do with your money. Rule number six that I've come to accept is risk and reward are joined at the hip. Risk and reward are two sides of the same coin. For everything that you do, there will be a risk or reward to it. You cannot run away from it. No matter what it is that we do, There is going to be risks involved if there is a reward involved as well. There is no such thing as a free lunch. You cannot achieve great results without taking some kind of risk. Ask anybody who has ever asked somebody to marry them. Ask somebody who has ever asked somebody to date them. Ask anybody anything. When they applied for a job, there was a risk 
involved in you applying for the job, in you going for that internship, in you go doing all the different things that we do on a regular basis, there is some level of risk involved in the process. And along those lines, anxiety and fear are not always a negative thing. You have to learn how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Anxiety and fear sometimes tell us that we are in an environment that we are not used to or we are doing something that is not good. I don't know. There's this whole movement right now. The reason why I even bring that up is there's a huge movement that anxiety is bad. No, anxiety just shows us where we are right now. We cannot use our emotion. However, you can use that that emotion to then direct where you're going to go. Remember, keep your emotions in check. However, your emotions tell you where you are right now. Anxiety and fear show you where am I? What am I thinking about? What are the things that are making me uncomfortable? Learning how to leverage those things will also help you learn how to leverage risk and return. You always have to weigh both options. You always have to think, what is the risk of me doing this thing in concert with what is the potential return that I can get from this? For example, asking a girl out that you think is cute, what is the risk to return? The risk is she's going to laugh in my face, pour water over my head, kick me down a few flights of stairs, makes me feel like a small man, or she's going to say yes and I'm going to be on the moon because I got a nice date with a chick. Risk to return. You have to weigh both options. Now, I went really like extreme on one side. That's usually not even particularly ever going to play it out. But the point is, play out both options. The next one, which is rule number seven, leverage or debt is a two-edged sword and it has killed more people than it has helped create. Leverage or debt is a two-edged sword and more likely it has killed more people then it has helped make rich. For every person you know who took a massive loan and became a millionaire, there are nine more people who did the exact same thing and failed. For every person you hear of who did something super risky, especially like taking loans out on other stuff and succeeded, there are a bunch of other people that tried the exact same thing, took the exact same steps, and failed understand that debt is a tool it can help make things go much faster or it can completely derail and paralyze you understand how to use it properly know when and how to use it to your advantage debt can be a huge positive for you or it can be a mighty negative for you understand how to use it either to your to your advantage rule number eight for money for me is not all advice is good advice and not all good advice is good for me not all advice is good advice and not all advice is good for me I love this quote. It's a Sun Tzu quote that says that he who knows himself but not his enemies will lose all battles. No, no. He who does not know himself or his enemies will lose all battles. Who He who knows his enemies but not himself will win some battles. He who knows himself and his enemies 
will win all battles. Know yourself. But not just knowing yourself, but also knowing your enemy as well. Knowing what the things that you are up against, especially in our society today. Everybody trying to sell you something and push some kind of idea upon you. But it's on us for us to continually learn to ensure that we're not playing ourselves or allowing other people to play us. But the problem is, if we don't know ourselves, how will we be able to filter everything? There's always some idea. There's always some advice. There's always something that somebody is going to share with you. If you don't know yourself, how will you be able to filter what is good for you versus what is just good for the general society, the general public? Know yourself. Not everything that everybody does is good for you. Some things are going to work for some people, but they may not work for you. There's just some advice that you don't need to follow. It took me a long time to understand that not all everybody's advice is good for me. Like it may have worked for them, but it may not work for me. So understanding how to filter advice is so important. An example of this is I really hate this advice that most people give, which is follow your passion. And I hate it, especially when it's really successful people who give this advice, because 90% of the time, most of them did not follow their passion. Right? So I hate that advice. Rather, I like for them to say, fund your passion. But at the same time, for some people, their passion ends up being the thing that opens the way for them, right? So I can't give that advice. That's just the way I had to take that advice and put it in my own context. I have to put it in my own context to figure out what exactly does this advice mean to me? Following my passion might lead me down a path that is just destructive. Like my passion is soccer, but I'm not that good at soccer. Like if I ever wanted to go professional, it's too late. I'm sorry. To be honest, to be a professional soccer player, you got to be doing this when you're like eight, nine, 10. I'm 27. It's too late. So following my passion will be the worst thing that I can possibly do. But I had to take that advice and then twist it to match my own life. So I don't just say follow your passion. I like to say fund your passion. In other words, use my mainstream of income, my main job to fund all the things that I'm passionate about, to fund this show, to fund my YouTube channel, to fund all of these other things on the side for myself, to fund my investing passion. So understand how to think for yourself. How to think and learn about yourself. And number nine, this is very important. And it goes back to something that I said earlier, which is invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the other Elise. Invest in yourself. I said it earlier. Never stop learning. Never stop Grow it, whether that be learning from podcasts like this podcast, by the way, share this podcast with every single person that you know, whether it's somebody you like or do not like, share this podcast because I'm sure you're learning one, maybe three things out of this podcast, but keep learning, whether that be with podcasts, whether that be with books, whether that be on YouTube, whether that be with courses, always have an open mind and be willing to learn, be willing to learn, but even more important than that, Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. Because if these things are not in a good situation, guess what? Everything else is pointless. Exercise. Eat well. Pray. 
meditate, love on people, build relationships, all the things that people don't really don't talk about enough, in my opinion. These are the things that will actually keep you sane on this journey we call life. It's not the money you have in your bank account. It's those who love on you and who you love. So take care of yourself. If you're not going to do it for you, do it for me. In fact, do it for me since you're hearing my voice. Do it for your loved ones who want to see you around. Who will be hurt if you're not around. So eat well. Exercise. Pray and meditate. Take times to spend. If you're a Christian, pray. Spend time speaking to God. Spend time reading your word. Or if you're not a Christian, meditate. Take time to just allow all the noise that the world pumps into our ear all the time to flow out, to get drained out. It's very important that we do these things for ourselves because this journey is long. And the only way we can see the long benefits, everything I talk about is about long benefits, long time benefits, is if we take care of ourselves. And finally, the last rule that I have for my money or financially is give, is give. There is something about weird about us humans that when we serve, for some reason, we just get the most out of things. I don't know what it is like when we give of ourselves and we serve, we get the most out of it. One of my favorite writers, Simon Sinek, favorite writer slash speaker, Simon Sinek, he said something. He said, if you want to get out of something or if you want to, if you're in a rut and you want to get out of that rut, help somebody else get off, get out of their rut and then you will be able to get out of your rut. In other words, do something to help somebody else. And in the process of you helping other people, for some reason, it like helps you get more out of it than the person that you're helping. It's a weird dynamic of us human beings. It's the thing that makes us want to build connections with other people. And so our body has it ingrained in us that we can't do anything by ourselves. We have to help other people. We have to be part of a team. So in everything, like give, give. And I'm not just talking about just money. I'm also talking about your time. The skill sets that you have. Help people with your skills. If there's something you're good at, help somebody with it. Give. There's just something about giving that is so powerful, so fulfilling, that does so much for your mind, for your body, for your soul, for everything. I don't know what it is, but it just works. It just works. So give. But a quick recap on all the 10 rules that I have. Rule number one, take control. Take responsibility for your life. Take control of your life. Rule number two, spend less than you make. It's the simple rule of money. Spend less than you make. It's a very simple money wealth equation. Less than you make, invest the rest. Invest and save the rest. Number four, number three, moderation is key. Moderation in everything. Moderation in everything. Learn limits and self-discipline. You don't have to go balls to the wall all the time. Having moderation is very important. Rule number four, investing is both simple and hard. It's simple because it's not that hard. It doesn't take that much work for you to do. However, it's hard because it has to ask us to do something we all hate to do, which is leave it alone. Number five, behavior is your key to success with money. 
Behavior and mentality is your key to success with money. Learning how to manage our emotions will be our key to success with money. Rule number six, there is a risk to every reward. Risk and reward are joined at the hip. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Learning how to manage those risks for the rewards we want is very important. And learning how to weigh both is very important. Number seven, leverage or debt is a two-edged sword that can either cut down your enemies or kill yourself. It can expedite processes, but it can also quickly derail you and destroy you as well. Number eight, not all advice is good advice and not all good advice is good for me. In other words, know yourself. Know yourself so you can filter out all the information to know what is best for you. And then number nine, invest in yourself. Whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, invest in you. Because if you're not around, then everything else is pointless. Everything else is a waste of your time. And finally, like we always say on this podcast, generosity is always greater than greed. Give, give, give. But anyway, that's all I got for y'all in this podcast. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, share this podcast with one person that you love, one person that you hate, and one person you're just kind of like, eh, about. And by that time, you just share it with every single person that you know. But it's been your boy Kalechi. I'm going to catch y'all up in the next one. Remember, like I said, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And y'all boy is what? He's out of here. Peace.